welcome back to Writing Into The Unknown. We're so excited to have you back for season two. My name is Monica. And I'm Christina. And I hope you're all having a wonderful new year. I hope you had a wonderful festive period. I'm really excited to start off 2021 the right way. And we're going to be sort of talking about what we've been up to now since we've been home. Because as you guys know, we're back home with our parents and Christina's back home as well. So how are you doing, Chris? I'm great. I'm so happy to be hanging out with you and everybody else in the family. Just really nice um, that we got a chance to get together during these times. And yeah, I'm really excited, as we said, about this new upcoming year. We've got big plans for the podcast, but also for our personal and professional lives. And what a better way to do that than by thinking about our past year, doing by doing a past year review, also known as annual reviews. And also sort of look into what our New Year resolutions are going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're really excited to talk about all of that and kind of reflect on what we've learned in this past year, but also look forward to, you know, the wonderful things that we want to work on for 2021. As you guys know, 2020 has been a very difficult year for all of us, to say the least. And yeah, it's just been really tough, but I hope you've all had a wonderful festive period, whether that's been with your family or your friends or if you've spent it alone, I just genuinely hope that you're okay and, you know, that you've enjoyed this break because personally, I just finished exams just there about two weeks ago and this festive period, this break was very, very necessary and needed because I was just very full on with my studies for the past like three, four months. So I'm just happy to be back home with my family, with Chris. This is actually our first time recording together, actually, because we've never, you know, we've always done long distance. We've always been FaceTiming, um, calling, and we've never had the opportunity to actually record together. So this is a very exciting opportunity. But yeah, without further ado, we're going to get onto the podcast. Yeah, I just wanted to add that um, I feel the same way. I'm very happy to be physically present with Monica right now, because as you may know, if you've been following us for the past few months, um, we started recording and at the start of September and that's when I moved away so I had to say goodbye to Monica um, so it's really nice to be together again and what's going on with me I'm on holiday basically I'm on, on my break uh, from work let's say so it's been really nice to just be chilling with the family and to be honest it's done so much good for my mindset in mm. the sense that whenever I was working I would always want to do something productive during my like rest um like time for rest let's say so after work I always try and do like projects and things like that um whereas now I've genuinely been doing absolutely nothing and at first I felt a little bit guilty but I was like you know what you're on holiday like you should just sit like do nothing it's okay don't feel guilty about it so that's something that I've um slowly become more okay with and happier with so um yeah that's it's been good yeah. uh spending the past few weeks like that and yeah um did you want to add anything else? Monica? Yeah, I quickly just wanted to add that we also have very big plans for the podcast. We're both very, very excited to bring in new guests as well, because we only had two guests in last seasons um, in, la in the last season. So we're excited to just bring a lot of guests into this new season and just share a lot of insights. And we're also changing up this podcast a little bit and adding new things. We're going to be adding music as well. And we're going to have yeah a couple of fun things that we didn't have in the previous season. So we really hope you enjoy it and we're going to talk about our New Year's resolutions and past your reviews and dive deep into that, yeah? Yeah, so um, as I said before, I think it's very important to focus on on what your year has been rather than just set out new, new year resolutions because most times we 
set these out and then we stick to them maybe like at the start of January and then we sort of forget about them and then you just completely forget that you set out to do certain like like set out new habits or new goals and I think it's very important to look at you know our 2020 and identify what has gone well like what has been good even if it's difficult to identify sometimes what has gone badly even if sometimes it's like a really long list you know uh, especially this year but um yeah I think I don't know if you've done this Monica but one thing that's really helping me at the moment um is divide so sort of like look at each month at a time and this is why it's important to do this um monthly it might be hard to remember what happened back in January of this year because it was so long ago. But if we take our months and we think, okay, what people, what activities, what um, routines that we um, like embraced back then made us better and made us more happy, you know, which ones were positive and separate them from the ones that made us feel miserable and sad. Mm-hmm. And then you want to sort of schedule more of the good ones into your upcoming year. If that makes sense. So I think I yeah I was reading, uh, Tim Ferriss, like suggested this a couple of years back, and I think that that was such a good way of, um, like carrying forward your good habits, your good like the people who made you stronger, the people who were there to support you, and just cut off um the ne- like the negativity from your life moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really agree with what Chris said. Oftentimes we focus on New Year's resolutions and what we can focus on for the next year without actually having a look at what we've achieved or things that we could improve on in the previous year because it's nice to have this introspection or like analysing, not analysing, but like sort of seeing what you've done that's been good and what you've done that's been bad and and seeing what you want to carry forward rather than you know setting new goals like no I'm going to do this and that and then you do it for like the first month and then that's it right um so kind of tracking your patterns tracking your habits and seeing what's worked for you what hasn't and how you can do it for next time um rather than setting like unrealistic goals so actually we're gonna be talking about some of our personal things that we have like some of the lessons that we've learned in this past year um, and having a little um, talk about our past year reviews. So I'm going to start off with one of the things that I've learned um, and then I'll pass it on to Chris and she can sort of expand or talk about what she's learned um, this past year. But one of the important ones that I've learned this year is that um, being comfortable in your own company, like genuinely being happy and being at peace with yourself, like sitting in your own silence, spending time alone going and having adventures on your own just doing things in your own company is going to improve your relationships your friendships everything with other people um but if you're trying to rely on other people constantly for happiness or to fill or to be peaceful with then when you're on your own it's going to be a lot harder and especially now in 2020 a lot of us have had to spend you know numerous some well amounts of time on our own personally I have like I've spent months and months sitting in my room with no one and I've just learned to love my own silence love to loved my own presence and I just feel much more comfortable like going out on my own and doing things on my own now and that's something that I've definitely improved on and I think that's had such an effect on my relationships with other people and I don't feel like I'm relying on other people for my happiness obviously like other people make me really really happy but I'm not like 
always craving for that if that makes sense so that's something that I've genuinely learned and it's going to help me a lot moving forward and I'm just really excited and I'm grateful that you know I've learned this at the beginning like in my 20s and I can kind of carry on that forward that's such a beautiful realization I feel a lot of us might have um, experienced something similar I have anyway and yeah I totally relate to just being happier in your own presence and personally because like this 2020 for me has been full of things going on um so I, I moved to two different cities um this year at the start of the year and at the end of the year and so at the beginning um as you, some of you may know if you've listened to previous um episodes I moved to Germany to do my last um semester at university and so that was an incredible experience but I genuinely moved to a new flat where I didn't know anyone I was going to be living with. I didn't know anyone in the, in the city I was going to be living with, didn't know anyone like at all. So it just felt like I was riding into the unknown quite <laughs> genuinely and just starting from scratch. And that really taught me to make friends out of like, like from scratch, like out of, you know, just meet people, get out there and get out of my comfort zone. And because of that experience, like I did struggle at points. I was feeling like, oh, I do miss my friends. You know, I wish I could see my family, etc. I It really, really taught me to just be independent, to look after myself, as Monica said, to just be more content with your own presence. And yeah, I did spend like almost a month completely by myself, not seeing a single human being or talking to, to one face-to-face anyway. And that just was such a happy time which I didn't think it would be in other circumstances but I just genuinely learned to just be happy in my own company and moving um yet again at the start of September to begin my my first job um fresh out of university I I genuinely I don't know if I've said this in another podcast podcast episode but one thing that really struck me was the fact that I walked to a park once and I had my little e-reader and I just sat there reading and I was so over like overcome by the sense of like happiness um because I was just thinking of like wow I'm so happy at this point I don't know if I would have been as content just being by myself like I didn't know anyone either um so far away from home like a year ago you know like mm-hmm. just a year made such a difference and it's just by putting myself out there in those uncomfortable situations of like moving to a new country, like having to start again from the beginning, not knowing anyone. And doing that once again, I just felt like, yeah, I can do this. No problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know this was really a long rounded way of explaining what I meant. But it, the point, the main lesson that I got from this was the fact that, um, yeah, I just became more independent this year. I learned how to look after myself. And as Monica said, not really feel like I need to rely on other people for my own happiness yes I do love my friends my family I and I need them as my support system and I want them to be there for me as I want to be there for them but in essence I know how to just be by myself and be okay Mm -hmm. and be happy yeah I totally agree with what you said and on that point as well like as much as we're saying that it's so important to be comfortable with your own presence and like be at peace and everything you also need people and I don't think that you could just you know live your whole life without anyone there because having like your family your friends support system is really 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 important for you to feel 
like loved and cared for like it is essential um but it's obviously been really hard this year particularly that's why it's just um I just want to say that it's genuinely important as well to be on your own and love yourself and everything like that um but yeah on the on to the next sort of lesson that I've learned this year is to slow down I've learned to really 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 slow down and you know with our generation being so you know having this hustle culture and being constantly on the go work 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 and if you're not working you're being lazy you know and people are gonna take over you and you're gonna be left behind and there's constantly like you constantly feel this pressure to be productive on and on like 24 7 um but I think this year um since so many so much has slowed down so many industries have had to take a step back have had to slow down and personally I well I don't work in the construction industry but um well I'm doing civil engineering but personally for example in the sector that I'm looking to work towards like the construction industry has had to stop major major projects um you know so much money have been has been lost and we're talking global large scale here but for example on a personal level as well I just think it's so important to take a step back and genuinely you know be okay with taking a break and saying like you know it's okay to to have a day off or to not be working 24 7 especially when you're working from home you're more prone to um overworking what's the word overworking or burnout burnout or just like working more than you should so if you have like a nine to five job if you're working from home you're probably working nine to seven because you're like oh let me finish these emails or let me finish this blah 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 because you have nowhere to go you're just sat at home and you're doing more work than you need for example I noticed this myself during university this year because I was at home I would start my lectures at nine o'clock and then I would literally be sat on my desk until like nine ten o'clock at night and of course, I wasn't working the full entire time, but I was sat on my desk working, like quote unquote working. So maybe I was like watching a video or t- texting a friend, but I was like sat on my desk and I was like doing this for days and days and days and days. And oftentimes I was genuinely working. So like I didn't find a good balance between um, doing productive work and taking a break, if that makes sense. So something that I did sort of notice was like you need to slow down and not work for such long periods of time like it's better to start work at nine and then finish at five then after that you know take a break or do something else focus on something else and but I always felt sort of guilty like oh I should be doing this um like I should be working so that's something that I've learned um that I just really really need to slow down um something that I've liked to incorporate for like as a break like doing yoga helps me really slow down like my pace kind of goes down not goes down but like I kind of come back to like just um working slow and taking a break basically so yeah I think that's really really important basically yeah yeah that's lovely. I think for me, another key learning that I took, now that you're talking about working and studying from home, was when I started working from home at the start of November, We, when we went into lockdown in England, I found it particularly hard because I was like, well, like a lot of people just stuck in my room, basically. And I just told myself that I had to really divide the areas of rest and the years of the areas where I would be working. But it was difficult because I do spend a lot of hours, for example, editing my YouTube videos. And where am I going to edit 
other than my desk, you know, and that's where I work. So as Monica said, it's very like likely that you'll just st- spend a lot of time sitting down if you don't really go out and or meditate and try other activities that don't require you sitting in front of a computer. So for me, one of the things I like, one of the little rules I had were um, I wasn't, I did not watch any shows in my room, in my bedroom. I was like, no, that only in the living room, <laughs> like in the big TV, like that's the space for sort of like chilling and like hanging out with my housemates and everything. But I wouldn't watch um, any like Netflix or anything in my bedroom. Um, and then I would either just like sit with my laptop on my bed because that would just make me feel like really lazy. Like I just, if I had to work out, had to be sat, sat on my desk. Um, and Yes, one of the things that um, I really learned was the fact that it's so important to continue learning post-university. So post-formal education, it's so important to keep engaging your brain and keep learning new things, even if they're not directly related to what you're working, uh, like your role description, or even your degree, like what you studied at uni. Um, Because it's so, like... I feel like personally, I feel like university is um, an environment where you just learn and your brain is engaged like 24 seven, like, especially like us, like studying mm-hmm. engineering. I just sometimes look back and I'm like, how did my brain understand those concepts? Like, like so now much, yeah. I've just become dumber. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I tried to, well, I, I'm still learning German every day, even if it's like some days it's like five minutes a day. Some days it's like an hour, you know, it depends. But I'm still consistently doing that. Um, I I tried to learn Python, which I've left, uh, which I really should get back to. But it's like um, trying to find other activities. And that this relates to like not wanting to sit down at my desk all day. Like that sort of counteracts the idea like, oh, yeah, I need to get out more. And if you're just mm-hmm. learning these things sat down, um, you sort of it's not good for your mental health, basically, to just sit down all day. And be doing these things. So I think it's good to balance it out. One of the things that really made me um, not do what Monica was mentioning about, you know, like begin at nine and then finish at nine (laughs) was to work out. So after work every day, I would work out. So whenever it was time for me to like get like log off my work laptop, I'd be like, okay, it's time to work out. And I'll just do my workout. And that was sort of my division from like work time and then leisure time. So did you go to the gym or did I you I worked work in my room. room. Okay. Yeah, How did you room. find that? Because I really struggled personally. Like that's one of the points I want to mention is that I really, really struggled with working out this year. Like that has been, I've definitely gone down in that sort of aspect. Like I've just not focused on working out this year a lot, especially towards the end of the year because it got colder and I just got more lazy to leave my house. Like when you're really comfortable at home, you're like, oh, I'm just going to stay at home. And also because my gym, is really far away it's like an hour away I just didn't find it worthwhile like you, you know traveling an hour there and an hour back so I wanted to ask like how did you find the motivation to work out at home because I really struggle to work out at home even though there are very very good workouts to do like home workouts um clothing is the answer <laughs> but how do you find the space because like my so room yeah is small. exactly <laughs> I feel like my room is bigger than your okay. room um so I have a little bit of space I really like that my room this is too much detail but like I don't have carpeted floors so that helps okay um <laughs> but anyway I think it's just discipline man I don't know how to tell you um <laughs> I think yeah. also it's because I used to go to the gym after work every day after mm. like when I worked at the office so that just sort of mindset, like it's habits, basically. If yeah. you just keep doing something over and over and over, 
it's like flossing my teeth I, at first like a few years back I was like oh my god I cannot be bothered flossing my teeth but I just did it every day and now I just I cannot not floss my teeth yeah <laughs> I definitely agree I think like for example this year something that I'm proud of is that I've been incorporating meditation and yoga and I've been very very consistent with both of those this year and I'm going to be taking those like habits rituals onto or practices onto next year but with working out I just haven't like fo- been focusing on that so that's definitely something that I will definitely focus on I started working out now so um I'm hoping to fo- take that on to 2021 but yeah I think like meditation and yoga aren't particularly like I don't exhaust myself when I'm doing those so they're quite like easy in that regard like I'm not sweating in my room if that makes sense um and they don't require a ton of space like meditation you just sit there and yoga as well like it doesn't require a lot of space but um also with working out I guess there's not really an excuse I could go outside and run go out for a run it is very cold or it is very very <laughs> cold I know so it's kind of hard and also I don't have weights to be working out at home but yeah I just have to work around it because I know that working out just it just like makes me so much more like energized throughout makes, the day right? it makes me feel accomplished as well mm-hmm. Aco- like it gives you a small accomplishment in the day mm-hmm. I mean I get that when I'm doing meditation in the morning like when I so I meditate in the morning for like 15 minutes and when I take that off my list it gives me something that I've accomplished but I also want to do like workouts in the morning actually I did do some Tabata and like hit workouts when I was at home and um, but it didn't really last very long so yeah, yeah. I, I have to think about how I'm going to work around that and do that at home. I think the key is don't compare it to your workouts at the gym because mm. you say I don't have weights. My, my workouts at home are so different to my workouts at the gym because at the gym I lift, I mean, I was going to say lots, but no, I don't <laughs> lift lots of weights, but I do work, like work out with weights, obviously. And at home, I can't because I don't yeah. have any. And it's just different. You just target different areas. Like I do more core workouts, um, maybe more cardio workouts. And that's okay. Like as long as you're keeping active and you're engaging your body, I feel that that's way more positive than just sitting on the couch, basically. Yeah. So don't be so harsh on yourself. And I mean, I'm saying that like I was really active um, back in England and now I haven't done anything over the holidays. But as I said at the start, it's okay. I'm having a break. You know, I'm not feeling guilty about it anymore. It's good. <laughs> I really like your point about not comparing yourself to when you work at the gym, because I've recently been feeling a bit of a downer. In, in regards to like oh I used to be so fat or like oh I used to lift this much and like I haven't gone to the gym in a very long time just because gyms have been shut and also like it's been very inaccessible for me like two hours a day is not worth it do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I know that's an excuse but like it's just kind of not worth it um so yeah it's just kind of been very inconvenient for me this year and I've been kind of comparing myself to like last year like where I was at and everything but I just need to keep reminding myself that it's a journey and it's not a destination and I will get there again and like I need to just enjoy the process and how it makes me feel and everything like that and like the results everything that's secondary and it will come and if it doesn't come like at least I feel good um, and it's helping my mental health so yeah I just kind of need to remind myself of that because I'm sure there's other people that kind of have gone through this maybe like they were like oh I used to go to gym so much and I just have shot and I'm struggling to work out from home so just remind yourself that like it's a process and it's hard like yeah gyms are shot but you can find other alternatives like going outside I mean it's cold but home workouts or you don't have to like lift weights you can do other forms of exercise as well 
Um, I mean, with yoga, you can actually get pretty fit as well mm-hmm. um, because there are other forms. So yeah, try and, and work around it. I was going to add also, don't beat yourself up. Like some days I'd feel really energized and I'd be like, yeah, I'll do um, four workouts videos from Chloe Ting. Mm-hmm. And another day I'd be like, oh, I can only get through one. But like one is better than nothing, you know? And yeah, you don't want to, like obviously doing four workouts is going to make more of a difference. But some days you just really don't feel like it. And just getting the willpower to just do one workout is like, so much and you should be proud of yourself for doing that a thing that I wanted to add uh, with regards to uh going to the gym is that a year ago actually I got an operation on my left arm uh so I got some stitches um and basically it's not a big deal like I just got I was like I "I didn't know about this but I do yeah I just got like a mole removed yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um so basically um I was told I couldn't lift like heavy weights so I didn't obviously (laughs) and um basically I at the gym I was just they're not lifting weights without arm. well I just I didn't go to the gym for a few weeks and then afterwards I was just lifting really lightweight stuff and yeah it's taken me a while to also embrace the fact that a few like before that operation I could lift so much like heavier weights and now I'm, I can't and I'm like having to sort of rebuild that but that's okay like it's you're only it's not like a competition against anybody else um you just are on your own journey, your own fitness journey. And something very um, important that I realized when I first started working out um, about three years ago was do not ego lift, which means do not try and like lift weights that are way heavier for your like present capacity because you're going to end up hurting yourself. I know it sounds like common sense, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I can lift really heavy weights. And then, you know, like that's not good. Um I think I did that to my legs once and then my legs just hurt a lot uh, for a while and I haven't done it since um, because that's really bad. But um, yeah, so just take it easy and, you know, do the best that you can. Uh, What did you want to mention? I wanted to say as well, it was kind of with regards to working out as well, but as much as it's important to work out and do exercise daily, it's also very, very important to track your diet or your nutrition and like well, not track, but like look, watch what you're eating. And I noticed that this year I've been eating a lot better than previous years because when I was at university, I would meal prep and I would make food at home and then bring it to uni. But I would sit, like I would be at uni for hours and hours and hours. And sometimes I would run out of food because I would only have one Tupperware. And then I would have to buy food there. I know, I know. I'm like, like, I'm shaking my head. You're like, like, what? "Mm." (laughs) But yeah, I was very unorganized. I only had one Tupperware, maybe two, but I would still be hungry. And then I would have to spend money. And it would be like every day spending loads of money on food um, when I could just make it home. Whereas this year, I've just been buying my weekly foods and been cooking at home. Um, And it's just made me so much happier because I eat properly now and I've just been wanting to focus on my nutrition which is something that I've definitely um, improved on I guess this year and something that I have also focused on is cooking different meals and experimenting because I'm a creature of habit so I'm someone who just like repeats their meals like if I like a meal I could literally have chicken and pesto pasta every single day for lunch and I will not change and I will also have like oats with strawberries and cinnamon and oat milk every single day for breakfast but I wanted to kind of spice things up and change things up a little bit so having been experimenting with Indian cuisine and also like Korean so 
Asian, Chinese, um, different sort of foods to kind of change things up a little bit and make things more exciting. And rather rather than making food as like something that I have to do, like brushing your teeth, um, I've been trying to make it more as like a hobby and something enjoyable that I can like enjoy as well, like listen to podcasts, listen to um, like an audible book while I'm cooking and just make it like a fun activity as well rather than make it like a chore so yeah I just want to for 2021 just like expand on that and try and get better with my cooking skills yeah no that's so good I I agree I love cooking even though I always say I'm not a good cook I think I'm just getting better slowly um and I yeah I feel the same way it's just such a relaxing experience and sometimes I wanted to say like because you say that you listen to podcasts or audible um when you're cooking I like to cook in silence sometimes and then I realized, oh, I could be using my time wisely. I could be listening to podcasts. And then I'm like, why do you have such a toxic mentality? It's <laughs> nice should, to you know what listen I mean? to the sizzling sounds and the smell and like just get into the cooking, you know? Rather yeah, than- yeah. But then it's going back to this idea of me wanting to be productive 24-7. And I need to learn from Monica about knowing how to just be more still, how to just slow down and not try and like learn things 24-7, enjoy the experience, enjoy the flavors, the smells, the sounds yeah. of the cooking experience. I was going to say as well, I think we both say this, but because we're constantly, well, I'm constantly studying and Chris is working, we find that we'll probably watch a Netflix episode when we're eating. And rather than just sitting there in silence and eating your meal, we're like, okay, now I have a chance you know now I have a break therefore I'm gonna watch one episode while I'm eating and then I'll get back to work but it's like you could just be eating in silence or you could you know you don't have to distract yourself every single time you have a break and um you know yeah I mean the point when I mentioned um we talked about this earlier Monica and I and I mentioned not really watching a lot of shows when I'm like at home like I've been watching more now that I've that I'm on a break but when I'm like working and stuff I only sort of watch shows while I'm eating or when I'm watching them with somebody else like if my housemates are there I'll probably like chill with them and just sit there but I I don't just sit there and watch them while doing nothing because I'm like oh this is a waste of time which is such a bad mentality to have I just wanted to like be watching I kind of yeah (laughs) I'm the same as well like I'll only watch when I'm eating yeah so when I finish my meal even if it's like halfway through the episode I'll be like nah (laughs) leave (laughs) yeah Wait, do you get that? Like when you finish your meal, you're like finished the episode as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't allow yourself to watch until the, the whole, end of the yeah, episode. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, unless I think, it's really. Like, I mean, good. unless it's really, really good, I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna watch it. But if usually I'm like, um, I've got my episode. I've got my food. Finish my food. Finish like the episode is finished for me, and then I'll continue watching it afterwards. But I think it depends. Sometimes I do allow myself to watch like an episode, yeah. but I kind of at the beginning of the year actually I gave myself a limit of like one episode a day so that I wouldn't like overdo it. And so I would be like, okay, at lunch I'm gonna watch one uh, because I was watching Cable Girls, so Las Chicas del Cable, and I just became so like obsessed with the show that I felt like I was just watching so many so when I watched two episodes a day I was like I'm overdoing it that's funny so yeah, just, just for me it's since I've been in England because when I was in Germany I remember they at the start of the year they put out the fourth season of Money Heist so La Casa de Papel mm-hmm. and genuinely the day it came out I watched the whole season four like eight <laughs> episodes like, like eight hours Jeez. just like back to back like just oh. the whole thing I just sat there um, I think also because I was like living by myself 
uh, my flatmates had left. So I, I wouldn't allow like... myself to do that. <laughs> I would feel way too guilty for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, I wanted to sort of also talk about the fact that we we have plans for the new year, right? We want to eat healthier. We mm-hmm. want to work out more. But like, how do we actually do the these things? Because it's as we said at the start, it's it's maybe only going to last a month, and then we're like, well, um, right, it's only lasted January, and then we sort of the plans crumble and we don't really accomplish any of these goals. So for me, the key lies in separating your goals on a monthly basis and reviewing them on a monthly basis. So I did this, see, I did this at the start of the year and I haven't continued. So I want to improve my my um, sort of technique or method because I had like, I made this really cute sort of like calendar and I, I wrote like four actionable items it actually lasted like the t- the whole time I was in Germany so I oh, think wow. it worked it just I just forgot about it once mm-hmm. I moved back but um I basically would write for the month of January okay um I'm gonna take myself out on a date like once a week and I, I, I think the first week I went out and I took myself to this like, beautiful viewpoint in the city and just like watch the sunset and it was just so magical and I was like this is so nice um so little things like that yeah, I really want to do that because the only really tight, like, I don't usually, I want to fit that into my schedule. Like, I want to fit, like, a date with myself once a week or once in a fortnight and just do things like that because usually I'm like, oh, I leave my house only if I'm going for food or if I'm meeting up with a friend. Mm-hmm. And that's the only times that I'll leave my house or maybe if I'm, like, going for a walk, like, around the park, something like that. But I never intentionally set a date for myself where I'm like oh I'm gonna take myself on a date or I'm gonna plan a day trip for myself and I just really really want to focus on that for the next year because I was actually gonna plan a day trip with myself but then it got too cold and like trains were I don't know what happened with the trains like they got cancelled and things like that I didn't do it but I really really um, want to focus on that so thanks for mentioning yeah. that and I think and also to oh really it's really important to sort of review that every month mm-hmm. like I at the end of every month I have sort of like a budgeting sort of recap of like my main expenses and so I can see okay I spent like too much money on like basically divide we should do an episode about this like yeah. budgeting but briefly um I would probably say okay I I spend this much money on my bills I spent I spend this much money on like socializing mm-hmm. or my holiday trips and things and if I spend too much money on let's say food then I I tell myself okay maybe I should cut down on these particular things that I'm maybe not needing you know like sort of reviewing yeah. um, my expenses to stick to my budget um so I, similarly to budgeting I think it's really useful to do that with activities that make us happy and look after our mental health and well-being and maybe take ourselves like make ourselves even if it's if we can't go out and meet people per- in person, like schedule a call with a friend like mm-hmm. every week or every other, uh, every fortnight. I was going to say as well, with regards to budgeting, I find it so easy to like spend on other people or activities with other people when it, when it comes to activities that I do with myself. I'm a little bit like, oh, I could just save that and spend it on like a trip with a friend instead. But I'm like, why should I, you know, why should I wait to spend it with, someone else when I can just do that like for myself as well and I think it's just important to like give to like spend money well not the words not spend but like use money um for activities and plans with other people but as well like with yourself and not say oh 
you know, I shouldn't be spending money on this. I feel I feel like I'm still to embrace that fully because I agree with you. The fact that like eating out with friends and things like I'm naturally I naturally just like I do really enjoy, for instance, I went on a solo trip to Oxford um, before the whole like lockdown situation. And yeah, I went by myself and I just enjoy like going to museums and like exploring, maybe have it like a week, like cup of tea or something. But like I I don't necessarily have to do like big activities where you spend a lot of money. Like maybe imagine you want to go ice skating or something like I wouldn't do that by myself, but maybe yeah. it, the question it lies in why wouldn't you do that by yourself, you know? I mean, um, in my head, I'm like, I'd just rather do that with someone with else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Would I do it with myself? Maybe. Why not, right? Yeah. But it's also like, yeah, I agree. I would rather do it with people. Zone. Yeah, maybe that's the <laughs> I think because in my head, I'm like, oh, if I went myself, that's quite out of my comfort zone. Would I enjoy myself? Because it's it's the same thing as my trip to Asia. I went by myself, but I was rarely fully by myself. Like mm-hmm. whenever I did activities, I was just meeting people. I was doing those activities with people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty of the trip or any other trip it's just meeting people and sharing experiences I feel we are like really social creatures at the end of the day (laughs) we want to connect and and share um different experiences yeah oh yeah another thing that I wanted to mention was what do you think about manifestations and vision boards I think a lot of people sort of uh do these things especially uh, around this time of year like oh yeah I want to create a vision board about the things I want to accomplish uh in the coming year have you ever done anything like that what were your thoughts on the subject um I think I did that a couple of years ago I created a vision board and I had like pictures of different things like aspirations and goals and things like that um I do want to I actually recently haven't really made like um any manifestations or like any vision boards I haven't like set any goals for myself maybe I should um I just haven't really lately been focusing so long term obviously it can be like short-term goals as well like in a couple of months but um I probably should I just haven't really done that actually and something that I did want to focus on more rather than setting goals I wanted to just be consistent with what I was doing so instead of having like an ultimate goal with a podcast uh, for example, I just want to be consistent with it for the time being. And then maybe when it gets to like a level, then start having some goals. Um, and also with like, for example, my grades at university and just my education in general, I'm just focusing instead of saying like, I want to get this grade um, at the end of the year or whatever. I'm more like I have to be consistent with what I'm doing every single day so like I have to understand the content I have to learn I have to be there like learning the stuff rather than saying oh I want to get an A blah 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 um but then am I there you know every day so um yeah I just want to focus on goals um but I also need to remember to like be consistent yeah I think we talked about this in a previous episode where we discussed systems rather than goals and instead of setting oh I want to get an A in the subject how are you going to get that aid? Mm-hmm. You know, what what methods are you going to utilize? Um, another thing that I wanted to add onto that is the fact that um, when it comes to embracing new habits and new routines, what my advice would be is just to stick to one. You know, mm-hmm. even if it's, yeah, just stick to one. How many days does it take to form a habit? Do you know? Like, I think it's 21 days. 21 days. So stick stick like a habit per month, let's say. 
And you don't need to set them all out from New Year. Just set one habit from the for the month of January. And when January ends, set another habit. But just focus on the one and try and stick to that one. Doing it day after day, just this year is going to be hard. So just, you know, like try and encourage yourself mm-hmm. to do it. Um, but don't try and overwhelm yourself with hundred things like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 6am. I'm going to end up eating this. I'm going to quit doing that. And you're just not going to stick to it because it's too much to take on. There's too many new things that your brain and your body are going to struggle to uh, commit to. Yeah. Like I definitely agree. Um, And something that I've just wanted to focus on for this year is like in previous years, I've just been very like focused on, as we're saying, like goals and goal setting and saying, oh, this is what I want to achieve. But then I've been really, really, really bad with consistency. Like I'll start something and then it just doesn't, you know, continue. And I've just been so awful with my consistency that that's where I have to start. And instead of having goals, I should start on the systems and I should start, I should start with the systems and I should start on being consistent. Um, and also another issue that I've had this year is that I've been very like focusing on the future too much and con- trying to control my future and trying to like plan out everything. Like this is what my life is going to turn out. We're to the point where I actually became so like overwhelmed if things weren't going my way or like if I didn't, if that's not the future that I planned it for my for myself, if that makes sense. Um, and I just tried, I became such a control freak that I tried to like control everything um that I was doing okay not not like that bad but like understand um yeah like to the point where I was like oh this is how my life has to turn out blah blah blah. but you just don't know like for example COVID like who would have known you know um and so many other things where we can't control so I've just tried to focus on the present generally focus on the present and focus on being consistent with the things that I'm doing and focus on the things that I'm enjoying and then eventually like things will come um, rather than saying this is what I want to achieve, but then I'm not doing anything about it. Um, yeah. And like, how am I going to get there? Exactly. Said, I think it's yourself. also to do with enjoying the process, the journey of imagine you like Monica has uh, started a group on Facebook mm-hmm. called flow and it's about um, encouraging women to yeah. just communicate. And this is really supportive community where you can share books that you read and like yeah. if you are into meditation, different things like that. Yeah, it's like focused, it's mainly focused on prayer, meditation, yoga, and fitness. Exactly. So um, what I wanted to say with this is that instead of thinking, oh, I want to grow my platform and reach this many members and get so much engagement, it's just try and keep consistent, as you say, and just maybe like post a few times a week and just try and get people um, to engage. But the most important thing is to, even if you want to like do well at school, do well at work or your side hobbies and things, is to also schedule time for fun. And I know it sounds obvious, but many times especially Monica and I like we want to get so many things done and we have our hands on so many pies that we forget like okay chill like you are allowed to just watch a Netflix show mm-hmm. and you know go hang out with your friends or like FaceTime with them and anything like that because that's what what's gonna re-energize you and make you fresher and per- like perform better at these things um what I, I there was one thing I wanted to mention as well with regards to this um, but I always forget. <laughs> I always forget. My <laughs> blank. But uh, did you want to add something else? Um, I wanted to add something with regards to what you said. We're all blanked right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, 
No, because you were talking about um, wanting to oh, stick. To, yeah. No, sorry. Um, well, I'm not sure if it's what you wanted to say, but I definitely agree. Like before, so I made a group as well a couple of years ago. I think it was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, a fitness group, and as much as obviously I um I focused on wanting to help women and everything like that, but I had so many like long term goals that I was forgetting about the short term goals. If that makes sense, like or yeah like I had a very long-term vision of what I wanted which is very very important not to lose sight of either but I forgot to focus on my short-term vision and then I just became inconsistent because it just seemed so far away and like difficult to reach Mm -hmm. um so yeah I just you know I'd rather do something um you know focus on every single day focus on enjoying the process if you're not going to enjoy something you're not going to be consistent with it and that's what I've been trying to focus on and just genuinely make people happy help women around us in our community and that's it like I don't have any goals for that group I'm genuinely enjoying the group as it is with the community that we have and yeah like maybe in a couple of years I'll think of some goals but right now I just want everyone to to kind of have a fun time and help each other I don't think we shouldn't have goals I think goals should be there but it has to be a balance between you know enjoying the process and having those goals but have flexible goals you know like even if you don't go in that direction or you don't achieve those goals like that is okay because you're enjoying Mm -hmm. the process you're enjoying creating your passion project something that I wanted to add before we wrap up the podcast um was the fact that this is something that 2020 has taught me really the fact that there's not really a point in like controlling because I'm like Mm -hmm. you Monica I really (laughs) like controlling things and organizing things and planning stuff but stuff like events just crumble things don't go the way that you planned and that's okay and especially because during my five-year uni degree I had my life planned out for me I was like yep so I've got my second first second third fourth fifth like I know what I'm doing and then after graduation uh, I'm really glad that I heard about the term and what is it called a quarter life crisis before graduation so I had time to sort of be at peace with that before I graduated and so I didn't like sort of fall off the cliff because it's like you finish your degree and then there's this big abyss you don't know so what's, what's next. the quarter life like um you... we're running out of time we'll talk about <laughs> we'll it next time it, but yeah. um yeah just basically the fact that all your big milestones um after school or education are done like what's next you don't mm-hmm. really know what you're doing and what really helped me embrace that is just to embrace the uncertainty like it's okay you don't have to have all the answers just like do stuff that makes you happy like I've I've started so many things this year and I'm happy that we are keeping consistent with this podcast I'm still doing my YouTube videos I'm learning different things you know meeting new people yeah I'm um, got a new job and it's just looking positively at what you have and oh this, I wish we had more time because we're writing so to things. that unknown yeah <laughs> but um basically the thing that I really liked about this year even if this year wasn't great is the fact that I've had so much time for introspection and to really look at things from a positive perspective like I could say oh yeah this year has been awful you know like I didn't even have a graduation I didn't go on my trip to Central Asia I didn't have this this but that's like a lack mentality Mm -hmm. it's important to think about what we have like I've personally been so lucky I cannot complain like 
went to Croatia on holiday yeah. in August like that Amazing. how like travel you know um so jealous <laughs> <laughs> and got a job like so many different things that I'm so grateful for mm-hmm. and yeah focus on the things that you're grateful for rather than things that you cannot control and the negatives yeah I just wanted to wrap up the podcast actually by asking you guys a question so would you guys prefer so looking at yourself would you say that you would rather look at past year reviews or set new um new new year's resolutions um what do you think helps you more that's something for you guys to think about yeah so um thank you so much for listening to our 15th episode today we are going to be coming up with new exciting content so check uh, out our social media we are on facebook at writing into the unknown and also on instagram same at writing into the unknown altogether i changed it because it was getting confusing um and and you can also email us at writing into the unknown at gmail.com if you have any questions or any feedback for us we would love to hear thank you so much and we'll see you guys next week bye bye